It's time to soothe, groove, and move those hidden innuendos. Hello, and welcome to the program. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? How are you feeling? I am feeling fabulous. Can't complain. So, yeah. I like that. What's, can I ask, like, what's the, the extra pep in your step? I was working um, and then I quit my job in at the end of March and I took four months off. I call it like my uh, fake retirement. And so today was my first day back at a different job. So yeah, everything's just finally lining up, I feel. Hey, do you have a, do you have a drink on hand? Are you celebrating with me or what? Absolutely. Love you. Look at that. Hey. <laughs> First off, cheers. Thank you for coming on. And yeah, thank you for being so ambitious. I love the ambition. And congratulations to your first job and coming out of retirement. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. I tell you, every time I drink that, it just keeps getting rougher and rougher every every day. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look like you're enjoying it. <laughs> I, I used to. I'm, I'm kind of getting a little weary here that maybe Tequila and I are not friends anymore. That's kind of a scary thought. And I don't I drink know, that much. I didn't know you couldn't be friends with tequila. You can. It takes years. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. It's just like a relationship, right? Oh, gosh. Yes. That is Think of it that way. You know, in the beginning, shit may look really good. You're having a good time. Then all of a sudden, like, there's a couple of shots that come around and a couple of instances where you're like, I don't ever want to talk to you again. And then, yep. of course, a day later, you're best friends and... And as you get older, you start to go for the real quality types of people. Yes, that is definitely, I can agree with that. Okay, so sure. so new you, a new Brie. Do you uh, go by Brie or Brian? Uh, usually Brie. Brie, I love that. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. So now we got a new job, we yep. got a new career. Absolutely. What do you think goes best served with a new job? Drum roll. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not it's a true question. question. <laughs> I mean, I've pretty much got everything in line, like how life is quote unquote supposed to go. Yeah. Um, just the classic relationship part is just a missing piece to the puzzle. Let's get there. Let's I'm work on trying. it. <laughs> I'm going to try with you. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I'm calling all men in. Okay, gosh, I hope I'm not butchering. Saskatoon, Saskatoon, Saskatoon. Yes. Saskatoon. See, yes. look at that. Yeah, it did good. Did good. Calling all men in Saskatoon. Only the good ones. Only yes, of course, yeah. <laughs> if you happen to ever come across a narcissist, like I want you to let me know because I'm gonna. I want him on the show and I'm gonna grill that son of a bitch. Deal. Yes. Whatever. Thankfully, I haven't yet. Good. Let's keep it that way. I'm going to try. How are the men in Saskatoon, by the way? Um, I would say they're good. Yeah. But with that, the good ones are taken. So. Why do you think that, though? We, there's a lot of good guys. Like, hello. A lot of good guys out there who are available. Agreed. But are you in Saskatoon? I'm not in Saskatoon. No. no. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. I feel like the good guys that have been like good for a while 
met somebody like much earlier, say like 18-ish years. So then they like grew with that person. Um, they had all their like ups and downs in relationships and then now they're getting married or yeah. engaged, you know, something like that. I'm glad, first off, I'm really glad that you're on the show because you I think you actually are my youngest guest I've ever had. Oh, cool. So yeah, so thank you. For <laughs> yeah, no, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah. So how how does a person like yourself, like, what are we looking for? What What is Brie looking for in a guy? I, that's a good question. And I've thought about this lots. Um, I'm looking for somebody that is, that isn't afraid to be themselves. And that's just like, has super pure intentions. Um, and I mean, obviously like the classic, uh, treats women well, um, loves their mother or, um, a female figure in their life. I don't necessarily think, um, men have to be like, have the best relationship with their mother. Cause who knows what their childhood was like. Right. But I right. think having a female character in their life that they can look up to and learn from. I think that's super important. Um, Do you meet a lot of guys who are the total opposite of what you just described? I unfortunately <laughs> meet a lot of guys that I call it the fucking check. Like they just want that one night stand. They make it sound like they want a relationship. And then um, after a date or two or whatever, then they just kind of disappear off the face of the freaking earth got it they they vulture yeah it's not fair now okay so let's let's rewind so you're on the first date with him everything's going well yep okay he's sure he's fluffing you right he's like oh you're so beautiful la 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 like i feel like there's like a french accent coming on and over for some reason <laughs> Ooh, la, la. <laughs> like kissing your arm and uh he's got like some type of handlebar mustache but no let's not think about that yeah no <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no this guy is caressing you he's saying the right things mm -hmm. touching you in the right places yeah and then all of a sudden just happens to where shit happens and then that that's fine i've been there and i've been on both sides yeah did you make it clear to him after like hey i hope this was not a one-night stand um no not exactly but let me finish here because i yeah. think that's weird and awkward personally like i don't judge people who are like confident in themselves and whatever to say that for me i kind of do it like beforehand um so like on the first date it's like oh like why are you on hinge or tinder or what are you looking for you know i kind of like test the waters there and then if they're like oh i want a one night stand i'm like cool not your person but i respect you but i'm just not the person for that but generally that is not the answer i get and you come clear on the first date like yeah. right when you guys sit down okay why are you on hinge what are your intentions I let the conversation kind of like flow a bit, yeah. but like, I'm curious, like, I mean, if their profile doesn't specifically say, oh, I'm looking for something short term or I'm looking for something like I'm looking for a wife or something like that. Like if it's not so black and white, obvious, 
then absolutely I ask. Like some people give me answers like, oh, I'm just looking to see who's out there. And that's totally fair. Yeah. I come across a lot of the looking for my bestie, my ride or die, but I'm also looking for short term. Yep. Here's the thing though. I really, and this includes myself. I don't think any of us know exactly what we want. It says it, it looks good on paper, mm -hmm. but I feel deep down inside there's just something that we just don't really want to admit to. I feel like that's how it is every time I go on a date. I feel like I'm not getting the response that I'm anticipating because I feel like there's something missing that they don't want to say because they don't want to expose too much. Does that, does that make sense? 100%. I'm absolutely that way though. Like I have had quite the life and experiences, um, but I don't want to tell um, somebody that on the first date, like everything. Right. I like it's it's not that like I'm embarrassed of it or I think they're going to stalk me or anything like that. It's just like there's kind of like an element of mysteriousness. And um, I feel like if they don't know everything about you after the first date, then perhaps if it went well, they still want to learn more. You know, how many guys have made it past the first date? Lots. Not lots. No, that made no. Let me rephrase. Um, I would say 60%. Okay. And so that, that, not bad. That's not bad. No, that's more than half. Yeah. Good for them. So of that 60, how many make it to the third date? Not many. <laughs> Probably like one in four like 25%. Yeah. Okay. Why is that? Is, um, now we're talking, to, I'm sorry, real quick. It, mm -hmm. Is this before or after sex? Before. Okay. Um, why only 25%? I mean, I feel like guys are the same and like, I'm not afraid to be like, or not like, blatantly tell people but like in my head like I'm not embarrassed to say like if I'm not in a relationship currently and I'm kind of like dating and trying to see who's out there and like I'm not like I didn't have the conversation with a guy that like we are committed we are dating like yeah. I'll be talking to a few guys at a time yeah um so I feel like the 25% is because those maybe those guys found somebody more interesting to them or they're focusing on one person instead of me. And that's fine. Not sure if I believe that. Let me, and again, not, not saying you, I'm saying I don't believe that there is such a thing as monogamous online dating anymore. That's absurd. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you remember, that, remember that show, The Dating Game, a while back, back in the 60s, I believe, where there was three contestants and there was one person so there's like one girl who's looking for one date and of course within that show there's three guys yeah so she would ask each of the three guys like questions i feel like that's kind of oblivious now there's actually more than that there's probably six or eight guys or girls that everyone has in their lineup yeah absolutely yeah think of yourself as like a man a baseball manager who has a lineup card of nine people and you weed out maybe more than half of those people that's how dating is now and that's very common yeah yeah, absolutely. And I don't really think there's like, there's nothing wrong with that, in my opinion. Like if you're not, if no. you didn't have the talk and you're not 
specifically committed to one person. Uh, I mean, how else are you going to kind of meet people and learn about them and connect with somebody? Yeah. So what's that physical thing that you see when you walk into a bar and you see that guy that you're going on a date with? You're like, oh, my God. Hell yes. Uh, smile. I think smile. Is one. Um, I'm short. So I'm always like I'm five, three and three quarters. So oh. five, four. <laughs> um, so it's not hard to find a guy that's taller than me. And that's my preference. But is it my deal breaker no yeah. um do i care if the guy is only one inch taller than me and i can't really wear high heels without him feeling self-conscious it's kind of his problem but no like i don't really care it's not like i don't care about that um i say eyes and smile and then i feel like anyone who says oh i don't look at how attractive they are or how physically fit they are they're lying i think everybody does to an extent Mm -hmm. um some people put more weight on how important it is to them but like as somebody who's super fit and um exercises regularly i value that and so i would be looking for somebody who kind of um, values that with me and has yeah. that similarity too oh my god is it he or she boy or girl he, it's thor he, thor hey thor thor hey bud hey it's Hey, it's Sherman. How are you? He's like, the, <laughs> he's like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> With big ears. Yeah. So cute. What kind of dog? Um, He's a rescue. So um, I call him a residential special because he was from um, the residential areas. Um, but he he's a pug and Malamute and German Shepherd. So okay. basically like a husky with a super curly tail. Does Thor get any say as far as who you get to bring home? Absolutely. Well, okay, no. Um, let me rephrase this. He is, I don't want to say like anxious, but he's very like cautious. So and usually more so around men. Um, so I mean, a really good tell is if he meets somebody and he just, no matter how much treats and toys you try to play with him and he like refuses to go near them. That's kind of interesting. Um, was that a deal breaker? Not really. Cause I think time can kind of do that. But if, um, I was talking to a guy and he's like, I don't like dogs. I'd be like, cool. I don't like you. <laughs> like, yeah. That's important to me for sure. I wonder if like you and Thor talk before you go on a date. Hey Thor, if I bring this guy back one bark for loser, Two barks for keeper. He winks. He winks. Look at that. Yeah. He doesn't bark. He just like winks at me. So do I know, know if he winks at yes. Do you know what I've noticed? Why is it every time a guy walks into like a, a setting where there happens to be a girl and a dog, the dog always barks at the guy. But if it was if it was the other way around, if I had a girl come in, the dog is like just licking her and like petting her. I'm like, what 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 the hell? I think it just like senses like the dog has to be able to sense the difference because I feel like by nature and usually women are more nurturing, right. you know, um, so I feel like a dog can kind of sense that. Yeah, I think it's the the demise of the penis like they can feel that. Oh, shit. It's a walking yeah. time bomb right here. Yeah, you are not <laughs> sticking that thing in my mom. 
No, Thor is, yeah, he's funny. He, uh, he tries to stay on, like, get in the bedroom. And then he tries to, like, be on the bed. And I'm like, I cannot. So then I walk him outside the bedroom and I can see his shadow. He's just sitting at the door. And I'm like, dude, stop. It's weird. But I so, mean, he doesn't really know better. As someone as young as you, and again, like, I'm not trying to do the ageism. I don't believe in that. But, like, you're, you're very young and very pretty. Thank you. Yeah. What, what was your last relationship? Um, My last one ended yeah. in middle of June. Um, it was from October till June. So however many months that is. Don't ask me about the math right now. <laughs> I'm already in. <laughs> um, it, it started off really, really good. Okay. Um, but then the more I kind of came out of that infatuation phase, um, the more I realized that he he didn't love himself. He was depressed and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but he refused to get help. He refused to talk about it. Um, the laundry, his laundry, we didn't live together. His laundry would not get done unless I would do it. Um, his dishes would pile up in the sink and he would only do them once he literally had no more dishes. Uh, just like things like that. Like it, it didn't feel like an equal relationship. Um, and I, there was like a phase in my life for sure where I didn't like who I was and it wasn't like, cause I was a bad person. It was just cause I, was just going through a tough time and um i feel like he was kind of there but he didn't want to acknowledge it or try to get help from it so um naturally it things just kind of parted oh and i mean the biggest thing was that he drank all the time he wouldn't get too drunk and he wouldn't like say anything or do anything bad but it's just at what point do you realize that like coming home every day from work and drinking like six beer is not normal and not healthy and that maybe you need to look into getting help or looking for alternate options did you kind of give him like an ultimatum? Um, like it's either me and get help or you're on your own. No, I didn't. It was actually super odd kind of how it ended. Um, so when ever like say on like a weekend, like Friday night, his friends would come over to his house and he had this uh, recliner and there would just be cans and cans and cans beside it because he just wouldn't clean up after himself. And his friend was like, Bree, like, why are you putting up with this? And I was like, I'm trying to help him. And um, he says he'll stop. 
And then this friend went and talked to my boyfriend at the time and said, Brie hates that you drink so much and she's not attracted to you because of it. And then my boyfriend at the time said, fine, if you're not attracted to me, guess we're done. So I think it was kind of like a blessing in, dis in disguise because I was kind of thinking about potentially ending it right. if things didn't change. Um, but I like to think I'm quite a patient person and I'm definitely one that's always willing to help. Um, but I didn't really get the chance and that's okay. Maybe it wasn't up to you because someone else was trying to do it for you if you catch my drift yeah not to get all religious but like you know yeah no i i definitely i definitely think so and um yeah like he he still tries to like talk to me like text me and i'll be like i want to say cleverly selective in what i reply to and how much i reply because i don't want him to be like, oh, maybe there's a chance of us getting back together. Um, Is there a chance? No. And you made that clear though. I like to think I did, but I'm also regrettably not a very, very straightforward person. Like I just find it so awkward. Um, but like I've, I've hinted saying like oh like have you gone on any dates have you talked to somebody um I don't know and then it kind of backfires on me because he's like have have you gone on any dates have you been talking yeah. so no no the answer is no I should I, you definitely no. should I would peel that band-aid now to to save you the trouble later can you imagine if you have a great date with this great guy who you meet and happens to come back to your place, right? Mm -hmm. And your ex-boyfriend just stumbles over your place and he's pissed drunk. God forbid anything happens, but very well a situation like that can happen, right? I mean, we're talking about a guy who's depressed and drinks a lot. Like, I'm sorry, lucky. I didn't mean to scare you. <laughs> Yeah, no, but like lucky for me in this situation, I mean, like he lived in the house, he owns his house, I have a condo. So a little harder to just show up randomly. Um, but no, like I totally understand what you're saying and you're absolutely right, like it could happen. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. I should just peel that bandaid off. I just cringe at how mad he could be at me. Yes, but I don't want to get my, my, my personal story into this, but like I found out the hard way and the wrong way of why my ex-girlfriend didn't love me anymore and why she wanted to break up with me. Mm -hmm. It broke my heart. If you tell him in a different way, I have no, we have no idea which direction he's going to go. That's why I think you would definitely should bring it up in a very cordial way and say, I think you're a great guy. You've got a lot of great things going on. And I think you and I are just not compatible. You and I mm -hmm. need to go our separate ways. 
I think of you as a, as a, as a friend, but I believe that you and I should coexist by not existing together, right? Like by separating each other out, I think it's best that we go our separate ways. ways mm-hmm. And I wish you nothing but the best. Once you do that, send that message, I would block and be done with it. I, I'm a very, I'm a strong advocate for blocking numbers and for just deleting everything because once it's in the past, there's no point of reconciling. No point at all. Yeah. Unless you share children or a dog right. or anything with some type of value. Yeah. No, of course. Um, it's interesting you say that you're like a strong advocate for blocking and past past because I am not one who ever does that. doesn't matter if I broke it off or they broke it off. I will not block them. I... Like if they're texting, I just won't reply. I mean, if it's, if it would get to the point where it's like low key harassment and that it's just like too many texts, too many phone calls. Yeah. Okay. I would. Um, but thankfully I haven't had that experience. Um, but I mean, it's, it's weird, but like I could scroll back onto my phone um, back to 2020 or 2019 and I would have pictures um, like together with one of my ex from the time. It's not like um, not like we're kissing or like half naked or anything like that. It's just like the one was a hockey player. So I have mm. pictures of the classic him in his hockey shit and me right beside him. Um, I like sometimes I just scroll back on my phone and it it brings back like memories and if it was like a super negative like there was one relationship that was just so negative I don't have any pictures from that I don't even have their phone number um I have them on social media still um but like that is different um but like I like to think each relationship I had I've grown from so it's kind of interesting to take 2023 right now and scroll back and be reminded that like oh yeah in december 2019 i was with this person this is where i was in my life wow i've grown so much from there and kind of like compare myself from how i was to how i am yeah let's let's get you for the remaining 2023 some some new fresh pictures of one guy deal that's gonna be around forever from here on out deal deal let's do that let's work on that down for that so who's in the pipeline who's who's in the lineup (laughs) well (laughs) i know it's sad to say but it's the truth like there's a lineup yeah um this one oh my god it's so cringy but it's like what are the freaking chances okay um so this guy um recently we were talking on like we matched on hinge talking for a bit and he looked kind of familiar but i'm really really good with faces so i knew he looked familiar enough that i have never dated him my friends have never dated him but i couldn't place how i have seen him know him anything like that then we went on our first date on Saturday, literally Saturday. 
Um, and it was good. He work, he lives out of town by like two and a half hours, but he's working in the city on and off and his work pays for him to stay at a hotel during the week. Okay. So, um, we had, like, we went to a, um, outside patio for drinks and Thor came because he was allowed to, um, it was good. And then this guy was like, Oh, like, what are you doing for the rest of the day? And in my head, I'm like, I am not sleeping with you first date. Like I want to do this right. And, um, I was like, Oh, like not much hanging out, got to do some errands and whatever. He's like, Oh, like I'm not doing anything this evening. So um, like I'll just be sitting in a hotel. I was like, oh, well, I always take Thor for a walk at like eight o'clock. Oh, he got excited when I said the word. Um, I was like, I always take him <laughs> for that yeah. around eight o'clock. And this guy was staying at a hotel like two minutes away from my condo. Okay. He was like, oh yeah, like if you're going for that, I will, I'll join you. And I was like, okay, cool. And we went for a stroll for two hours. And it hit me that his little brother and I had a fling in 2020 for like three months. Little brother like broke my heart. It was infatuation. It was totally infatuation. I was not in love, but I loved the idea of like, he was a hockey player. He was tall and muscular and attractive. And anyways, so nearing the end of this stroll, I was like, man, like, I was like, I have to tell you something and it's going to be so weird for you. I was like, but I feel like I need to tell you now rather than you find out later. And he's like, okay, <laughs> like what? I was like, your little brother and I kind of had a thing. And he's like, well, did you sleep together? And I was like, yeah and he's like oh my god and i was like yeah i was like it's weird it like it finally hit me i mean they're brothers they look similar yeah um and i was like i'm sorry because i felt bad i wasn't trying to string him along but i mean i literally like stopped i was like you would have been so mad if you wasted time on this when you can't get past that your little brother and I used to have a fling. And you know what? I don't blame him because I don't know if I could either. And I was like, if like, if you still want to get to know each other, like text me and I haven't heard from him since. <laughs> so I'm taking it as a hint and I don't, I don't blame him. Okay. I First really off, you have nothing to be sorry about. You didn't, you were being truthful. Yeah. That was actually like super hard. And I think that's one of the times where I've like surprised myself. Not that I lie, but that I like came out right with it early. Yeah. And tell him, hey, I'm keeping it in the family. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you want to know something? I actually, very similar. I, don't, I have no problem sharing this because I, I remember I was in Vegas my brother lives in Vegas and this was maybe what 2016 yeah we were at my brother's place he had like a little pre-party before we we're gonna go out and he um he had all his friends over and he had like some girls that 
Um, and the one in particular was very, very attractive. <laughs> and mm. it was her and another girl went with my brother. Fast forward later on that night, I um, I had Bumble and I actually matched with a girl that I thought looked very similar to her, but I didn't think it was the exact same girl. When I went back home to Orange County, it happened to be that same girl that my brother hooked up with, who happened to live right down the street from me, swear to God. She came over one night, we had some drinks, and then of course we yada yada yada, we, oh. we got down to business. And then I, um, I was like, wait a minute, you're the same girl that was in Vegas. And she's like, yeah. So I was like, you know, my brother, she's like, who's your brother? So I showed her a picture of my brother. Oh my God. So I sent my brother a picture of her and I said, by the way, her and I just had sex and he just laughed and he said, good for you. So the point point I'm trying to make is, it's not, it's not bragging rights. Right. I didn't know. I really didn't know that was her. You didn't know that that was his brother i had a good hint honestly like i had that thought when we started talking but then i was like what if it's a cousin like who knows maybe i'm just like imagining things and then as soon as i like realized it i was like nope gotta say something because like i i would feel weird not saying something how much do you like this guy on a scale of one to ten If it's less than five, then there's really no point in even bothering. I don't know. And I don't think it would be, I would say less than five because like, I have no desire to um, try to like text him and be like, Hey, like he, I got a hint and that's fine. And I'm just moving on, you know, next one. Next one. All right. Who's next? Well, I Ukrainian dance and I have since I was like three. Um, there's this guy that danced, like we competed against each other because we're within a year of the same age. And um, we matched and we've been talking and we've like, yeah. Um, <laughs> so this this guy might be next. And then um, it was, I got to think how this came up because it was kind of weird how he was, um, somehow he called this a relationship. And I was like, what? And he's like, oh, I guess we've never like decided what this is. And I was like, no. And then it went silent for like two minutes. I was like, okay, good night. <laughs> He's like, well, no, I didn't mean to end the conversation. He's like, I just called this a relationship. And I was like, well, is that what you want it to be? And he's like, well, I don't know. Is that what you want it to be? And I was like, I don't know. And I said, yeah. And that's kind of how it's going right now. But I don't know. It kind of feels premature. Do you do you feel good about it? Yeah. Like this guy got me flowers for my first day of work. Like I've had other jobs before. But like yeah. I don't know. He seems different and 
he likes Thor. And he's smart. He's an engineer. Okay, but does he know how to treat you? Does he know how to treat you well? I think so. I mean, we've only really been talking for like two weeks. So I don't think there's been like a lot of opportunity to really, really show it. I mean, like, yeah, he's always been super nice. Um, I just finished writing my thesis, my master's thesis and submitted it um, a week ago. And he took me out for supper that night. So like, that was nice. So I, I, I like to think so. I think he does. Okay. Well then, are we so, <laughs> so we're rooting for him. Yeah. Like I was literally like on the drive home from work today. So I was like thinking about the questions in this podcast, like what you could be asking, what I was like thinking. And I was like, I, I don't want to prematurely say anything, but like, maybe this is the one. I don't know. I hope so. Wouldn't that be freaking nice? Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Right? You can make those memories on your phone. That way you can be, oh, remember you and I were doing this. Remember the flowers you got me on my first day? Yeah. Like, it's, I always like joke around with people. Like after I, I'd say after like three dates or something, I'm like, if if the conversation and the setting is right and yeah. I feel comfortable enough, I'm like, so like, when's the like right, like how long do you date a person before like you want to get engaged? I was like getting engaged and getting married doesn't have to obviously happen in like the same year. Like it can be two different timelines. Yeah. I and I'm like, when, like how long do you think is like what are you comfortable with like what do you think is normal to like date a person before moving into like that fiance and dear lord one person told me eight years <laughs> how, how old like, were they 75 no they were 28 and i am 26 i was like eight years i am gonna be old and dried out by the time i try to have children like no <laughs> Not that I'm rushing, but like eight years. Come on. That's a little bit too much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, for me personally, like when I was married, I waited two years with my ex-wife. See, that's like what I think. Like two years, like get engaged two-ish years. If you like, yeah. obviously, if things feel right, if things are right, if the timing is right. And then, yeah, okay, your wedding probably doesn't happen for a year. So you're Engaged for a year and then you have your wedding. So it's like three year thing. So you clearly want to get married. That's the game plan. Yes. Okay. Yes. We would just rather have, do you want to have kids? Um, yes, I do. I, I really want a little girl so bad. I have a name picked out and like, this is a point where I don't even tell my friends this name because they're in like committed relationships and I swear to God, if they get pregnant before me and they like the name, they're going to take it. See, this is the, I actually had a conversation with that. It's like, it's everyone treats it like a contest first to get married, first to have a boy, first to name this boy with this name. Like if your friends happen to name their daughter, the same name that you come up with, you can still name them. That's your child. Yeah. So far I think- away. 
I think that's like, I think it's fine. I think it's, it's one of those things where it's like, maybe you didn't know you wanted it until you heard it, you know? Like my sisters did this. The older one said what she wanted to name her first girl. The younger one had a girl first named it first. May I ask what name that you want that you have chosen? Me? I yeah. want Bella. Bella. So badly. Like it's not even funny. Like it's not for Twilight or anything. I it's wasn't just, thinking that at all. I love that name. Bella. That's a great name. Thank you. I love that. Thanks. And trust me, when you have a daughter, I didn't say if, but when. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited for you. And then what? Eight years is the magic number. <laughs> My well, eight years from now, I better be invited to your wedding. Frick, I better be married and have a child eight years from now. I tell you, you like, will. I ideally would want a child when I'm 30, by the time I'm 30, when yeah. I'm 30 ish, you know, yeah. like 30, 31. I do not want to be old at my child's graduation and like there's nothing wrong with that um but it's just like i i don't want to be old and then have my child leave the house when i like or i don't want to have grandkids and be so feel so old and like i can't do things with them you know yeah that's like, that's why i hear here's my philosophy once you turn 50, that's it. You start to tell people, you start to go, to go backwards. So once I turn 50, I'm 50. And then my next year, I'm not 51. I'm actually 49. You would think that. Uh oh, I'm doing that. I'm going backwards. Don't do that. I'm going backwards. I think you should join the, join the club. Frick, I would go backwards in a heartbeat. But yeah, like my brother's. The oldest one is 13 years different from me. Wow. So, okay. Like my parents are pushing 65 and I'm 26. So no, like. It's not a contest. Don't worry. You're. Oh, but they're going to be like 70 by the time I have a child. And then they're just going to like be super old. 70 is like the new 50. Just so you know. My my parents are 74 and they act like the exact same way like they did 20 years ago. See, what I love is like my friends, if they still have grandparents, they have a super good relationship with them or they did. Yeah. Like me, my, I don't remember my grandparents. Like my one grandparent passed away when I was 11 months. So that's like a no-go for memory. Like I think I was like 10 when the last one passed so it's like you i could not that i blame anybody obviously but i feel like i kind of like miss out on that like grandparent grandchild bond like my brother got to do that like they were farmers he would go out to their house for like two weeks in the summer when he was little mm -hmm. and spend time with them and make memories and whatnot so i i want that and like i have seven nieces and nephews so I see how much they love my grandparents or my grandparents, their grandparents, my parents, and how much my parents love them. And like, 
I just, I want that. I wish I had that, but I want that for my kids too. You will. I'm determined. You are, you're ambitious too. That's good. No, thank you. You will. I promise you, you will. You, you're a beautiful person inside and out. Like I've, I've only met you tonight and like, you're awesome. Thank you. You're a fantastic human. Much. Yeah. So that that's going to come, whether it's with Mr. Engineer or the next engineer. Yeah. Who knows? Just keep doing what you're doing. Like, I think you're in the right spot. You're young, ambitious. You know what you want? There's a lot of people in their 40s who don't know what the fuck they want. So yeah. kudos to you. Thank you. Right, Thor? He's like, yep. <laughs> He's like, I want my W-A-L-K. I know, but it's dark. Like, Is it almost 10 o'clock p.m. here? So. Oh, my gosh. Well, hey, I'll, I'm going to wrap this up real quick, and I'm going to ask Ooh. you my my favorite question. Okay, go for it. Are you ready? The the drum roll. I feel like there's a lot of drum rolls on this on this episode. Well, that's what good podcasts are. Oh, well, well, thank you. Of course. You're so sweet. Uh, by the way, I, I noticed a picture of you and your friends. It's such a cute picture. You all look like such sweet, sweet people. You know, like I would love to come to Saskatoon. Yeah, we were in Brazil or Argentina for that picture. I saw that. Yeah, professional dancer. So I've been so many places with it. It's awesome. So I was just like one of my little memories from there. So. Oh, love it. Are you ever out in Orange County or California? No, I've never been to the states. I, I have in layovers, but that I don't count that. That doesn't count. Yeah. So no, I, I think you and your friends should definitely fly out here and let me know. And I'll take you guys to in and out all the really famous, like hot spots of California, Southern California. Deal. And when you're in Saskatoon, you gotta let me know and I'll show you everything good. You're in, you're in this, you're in the, you are like, I tell everyone, like anyone that's on my show is now in my heart. Like you're, Part of this so thank you but i want to ask you oh my god i can't let you leave i got the million dollar <laughs> I'm not question you know i love it first off i love that tattoo this one yeah that is cool it's a butterfly yeah it's a butterfly with like broken glass at the bottom of the wings oh so it's like the butterfly effect how it's small actions can have such big reactions i love that thanks oh I know I keep uh, I keep changing the subject here. All There's good. a picture of you that is here. Want me to show you? It's this yeah. one. Ah, yeah, oh, I got you. That one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so may I ask what that is? Yes. Um. So that is a Ukrainian costume. Um. We were doing a photo shoot for um a fundraiser. Like we put we made a calendar of our group. So each month was a different dance because our repertoire has probably 40 dances. Um, and that was just one of them. And we were probably 20 minutes outside of the city. And it, I just gave my friend my phone. I was like, can you take a picture? And that was the picture. And I think I've had that on my Facebook profile for years. I love it's it. Beautiful. It's a beautiful pick. Thank you. It's very, very pretty. It's and it's got a nice surrounding to it too. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Thanks. I love that. That's so awesome. So would you? So tell me, what is your what's your theme song right now? Like, what would be the song that you would create for yourself right now? In what genre? 
genre would have to be something like pop okay. or like something that just like upbeat and like gets you going, makes you super happy. Um, yeah. I like to think that that's what I do for other people. Um, I'm in, I like to say I'm infectiously positive because I mean, why spend a day being negative? Um, Love it. As for what it would be called, like, I don't want to be like super cliche, but like something along the lines of like good things are coming or like something like don't give up on yourself, like good things. That's not cliche. Good thing come good things come to those who wait. I love it. That's not cliche. Thanks. No. I love that. Thank you. What would yours be? Like right now, like my if I'm thinking about it right now. hmm, Absolutely. That's a a good one. Oh look at that. You put me on the spot now. Uh, Oh, you know what it would be? It'd be a country song called Saskatoon Blues. Is that because you're not in Saskatoon right now? That's exactly why. Bingo. Well, Good thing there's planes these days or cars. Wait, what's, a, what's a plane? I'm oh totally my God. Kidding. Totally kidding, <laughs> by the way. I, I could be a very sarcastic son of a bitch sometimes. Sarcasm is my first language. So I feel it. I love it. Oh, don't, I know. Don't like, you're, like, you're not paying attention to me right now, but he'll survive. Well, <laughs> he will, right? Well, hey. Much, much, much love for you, Bree. Like, I can't, I want to hear back, like, maybe in like course. three months. I want to hear what's going on with you, the life of Bree right now, in three months. Absolutely. And um, again, like, such a pleasure talking with you. I really loved it. Well, I appreciate that. It was, it was awesome. I have never done something like this. So it's such a great opportunity. And I appreciate that so much. I love it. Thank you.